Oh, All right, cool. Oh, so oh, nice. We're used to not doing that. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, Anthony, you know, he'd be like, nope, we're not cutting shit. Talks about it with Frances. Today's guest is a duo dressed exactly the same. Ah, here we go, man. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you know, camel. <laughs> you, 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 you see? We knew you were going to OD. He, he was waiting. He was thinking of it. Oh, my God. The color listen, is camel, if anybody's listen, guys, wondering. Listen, guys. We didn't, this we didn't plan planned. this. We did not <laughs> plan this. But it was so funny because when she looked at me in the car. Disappointment. Her face. I felt the energy shift. <laughs> she Bro. was so tight. Oh, man. Whatever. So it wasn't planned. And we have Natalie. <laughs> we have Natalie and we have Tony. Tony. Hey guys. What's up? From the least favored podcast. Yes. yes. I was I was worried I was gonna forget one of those words. <laughs> nah, you're good. All right, good, good, good. Uh so thank you for being uh thanks for having uh, us. Guests oh, on my show. This is exciting. I was looking forward to this. Yes. Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Me too, me too. Yeah. So how are you guys doing today? We're good. I'm just so upset about the brown, you know. I'll get over it. No, I'm good. good. Now this beer is hitting, bro. Thank you. Thank My you pleasure. It's nice and cold. Um, there's no, yeah, more. We're, we're there's good. more where we're that excited. came from. I really wanted Tony to come and do this with me because she's actually a new addition to our podcast. Um, me and Anthony have been doing it since 2020, oh. and I was like, this is just a good way for us to practice together. Yeah. And, like, to just put ourselves out there a little bit more. So thank you for having us. Absolutely. Th- thank you for being here. So. Um, did you say how you're doing today? I don't know. No. Not oh, okay, really. all right. <laughs> Having two guests, I got to make no, sure No, I was just going to feed off what she said. Um, no, that I'm just excited to like explore other podcasts, mm-hmm. be guests on other podcasts, mm-hmm. get a feel for what other people do and how they do it. Yeah. And yeah, thanks. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. All right, so the least favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. What is the meaning behind that title? Okay, so I actually started this podcast with my friend Denzel. So it was him and I. And so me and him would always get together and go on these rants, kind of like therapy almost. So we would really, we're very self-aware people. And we used to just kind of talk a lot about healing, how we can grow, how can we, like, how can we become better? And so when we decided to create this podcast, it was like, okay, a lot of people are not going to agree with what we have to say because a lot of people don't like to look within. You'd be surprised in our 30s how many people still lack self-awareness. Don't take accountability for their actions. Talk about it. So we were like, <laughs> they're not going to agree. We're just going to be the least favorite podcast. And Perfect. then we just kept it that way. Oh, that's, that's genius. Yeah. Like People that. say that. But so what I wanted to reveal here that I haven't discussed with her or with um, Anthony, who's behind the camera. Here we go. I hate the name. <laughs> I mention all the time how I want to change the name of the podcast. But what would you? I. That's the thing. I haven't thought of something that would really. For me, I feel like it's better have a podcast name and for people to hear it read it and be like okay i know what they're going to be talking about i don't feel like the least favorite really captures that until i give my explanation we do get a lot of questions about the name and it's just like a long name i feel like it's wordy i just don't like it i would like it to be simpler i would like it to really like encapsulate what we really talk about but it's really hard for me to find those words i don't agree but you know other people are like no i like it because it makes me want to ask you what's it about right and right i don't mm-hmm. know uh, the the story behind it makes yeah. it perfect yeah right it's perfect and as long as it has a meaning mm-hmm. that, that's, that's all that matters yeah i you guess know? at this point we're like too invested in so it's like this is talk about it with franchise <laughs> <laughs> Simple, simple, straight to it. Talk about it. We're gonna be talking about stuff with you, so it's like it makes sense. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. talk about it. The least favorite is like, what's that? 
What yeah, do you I, I made mean? it real obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So, what does the least favorite mean to you guys? Because you didn't even know what it meant. <laughs> so, like, what does it mean to you? Being on the pod, the the title of the pod, the meaning of the pod, and how how mm-hmm. it like. I think the initial you. idea still holds like a lot of weight because we do talk a lot about oh god accountability (laughs) accountability like you know putting everything out there and yeah just being true to yourself Mm -hmm. so i feel like it still holds weight i also feel like something that i've learned on the pod is i my views are very different from like a lot of other women that i know and they kind of go against and even like men i go i argue with men a lot about the way that i think about things the way i think about things like i don't really want kids marriage as a woman to me is like it's great but like if i never get married i'm okay with that um i really prioritize my passions and like making money and things like that so i feel like a lot of men will come at me and just be like oh like you're gonna be miserable in life your life is not gonna have meaning or joy because you don't want children but that's your only purpose so i feel like i've even learned that i'm even like least favorite among my male counterparts that's how i see it so I think that's kind of been something that's changed for me as I've continued going through the podcast, just kind of realizing a lot of things about myself in that way. And people don't fuck with it, and it's fine. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> Everything is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, like even the top um, podcasters, how many listeners do they have? I think Joe Rogan is number one. Yeah. How many listeners does he does Millions. He have? Exactly. Yeah. And there's over 8 billion people on earth. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter who likes you, who doesn't. There's mm-hmm. a lot more people out there that have a chance to like what you're talking about. Exactly. Forget them. Yeah. Nobody matters. <laughs> Nobody's opinion matters. Yeah. And I like doing this. It's it's like therapy. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's fun. I love talking. Mm-hmm. And it's like therapy. Yeah. And and the the interview podcast I have, it's like I'm I'm digging deep into questions that people never really were asked before. Mm-hmm. So the answer sometimes is like they don't even know they're gonna say it. Yeah. So when it comes on naturally we're both shocked. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I never heard that answer. Mm-hmm. And it's the same question for every guest, but the answer is always different. And that, that's beautiful to me. I love that. I love that. that. Yeah. That's actually a really dope I'm concept. I'm definitely, I mean, it's, it's very when, enjoyable. Yeah. When I used to start as a guest, I would love to go because I'm like, oh, it's therapy with Natalie because we've been <laughs> best friends forever. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's beautiful. Like we've gone into our traumas, like where they come from, stemming all the way back to like elementary school mm. like we've really dug deep and mm. like we always end up someplace that we're like how did we get here i don't how know did we but, get here, but let's just enjoy let's it let's roll with it yeah, yeah so i'm yeah i definitely think this is therapy absolutely that's mm-hmm. awesome the, the 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 chemistry shows i didn't know you guys were friends for so long but you yeah but <clears throat> you guys have in over 100 episodes also mm-hmm. the chemistry could have built but you guys definitely right. have that chemistry yeah i mean we've been definitely. best friends since we were nine wow, so yeah. yeah through all our seasons yeah we've even like dove into our relationship like Mm -hmm. on our pod like really had a moment like of realization like yo tony natalie yeah let's get it together yeah (laughs) it's been great yeah yeah uh why did you start the podcast um so i remember at the time i was in um when i was thinking about it i was in grad school and i was super stressed out and I didn't even know what podcasting was, but one of the things, one of the podcasts that I was that I would listen to was the Joe Budden podcast. Do you listen to? Have I, you? I used to. Yeah. As soon as Rory and Maul left, me I left. too. <laughs> she says the same, same thing. Same thing. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. 
I love I'm leaving with them. You firing them, you firing yes, me. <laughs> I love them together. I'm not going to lie, though. I still tune into them, like, every now and then. Rory and Maul and the Joe Budden pod. But now he has, yeah. like, a whole bunch of other people with him. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I don't like the new cast. It's a lie. I'm yeah. like, why did you add all these people? He didn't need it. But whatever. So they all, anyway. They all have the same views. That's why it sucks, I think. Yeah. Rory and Maul had their own opinions. Yes. Right? You yes. can watch it, too? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, you Before, did? yeah. Oh, okay, okay, she used yeah. to put me on, and I'm oh, like, oh. Right. Yeah, because also their personalities were different. It worked. Exactly, it worked. Exactly. They were like the perfect formula. It but. was. It was. And I feel like that's what you strive to have, like on a pod. Like you really need to have different. Because sometimes we agree on too much, and we're yes. like, let's just pretend we don't. Let's pretend. <laughs> Devil's advocate. Let's just say. Let's just say the way. other view. Yeah. Like, because it, get, it gets boring. Yeah. One of you have to play double advocate mm-hmm. just for the viewers. Because mm-hmm. you know the viewers are like, ah, but, 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 but. yes. Yeah. So what do you got to say? Just for the viewers, I'm play devil's yes. advocate. But let's then, do you know, it. That, yeah. that brings all the drama. Yeah. Yeah. so that was um yeah that was the main podcast i was listening to and i was like yo i want to do this like this is bringing me so much joy because i was dorming i'm away from my family like this is something that i'm like i feel is like a release for me in this time and i kind of just wanted to bring that to other people but i didn't know what the hell or how or if i would ever but then it was during the pandemic when i had all that downtime that I just decided, you know what, we should start this pod. And I started it, like I said, with my old co-host. And we did a few episodes, like almost 50. And then, you know, we went our separate ways. But I continued going. And why, here we why'd are. that happen? Um, I just felt like I was taking it. I'm not going to say I was taking it more seriously. But I just felt like I had more of, passion. more of a passion. And like, okay, I was really committed to growing and becoming better. And I don't know if he was on that same page. He kind of admitted that he kind of didn't want to do it anymore and i also wasn't going to force him or make him do anything he didn't want to do so we just went our separate ways we're so cool there's nothing but love but ah, perfect yeah perfect um <clears throat> what do you uh, what the, the the events you you host what do they consist of when we talk about yeah. that okay. all right so <laughs> right now we do pop-up shops um i feel like it started because we kept having guests on the show that all have like their own like small businesses. And we just had a mm-hmm. lot of friends that had their own small businesses. So right now we have these pop-up shops. We're on our third. Mm-hmm. Wow. Third. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So we're on our third pop-up shop and there's like tons of different, we have usually about 25, 27 around there, um, different small businesses. Um, so it's pretty much just creating like an environment that people can make money and advertise themselves. And also, which I love um, that our, um, all our vendors are in a chat together and they all like bounce ideas off of each other. So it's just yeah. creating that environment of um, a safe space, respectful space that everybody can like bounce ideas off of each other and grow together. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it's been beautiful. I love our pop up. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> so you guys just host it for the vendors. Yes, to yes, yes, exactly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you do it under the podcast name. Yes. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That is cool. Mm-hmm. What else yeah. do you do there? Um, at the pop-up shop. Yeah. Um, do you guys do anything? We we like sell like book, like old books. We started selling old yeah. books. But we're not really, we just want to make sure that everybody's good. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, any questions or concerns, whatever. We're yeah, like the point host. of contact. Yeah, we're the host. Yeah. 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 What? Oh, oh our next one is actually, it. you're right. Our next <laughs> one is actually July 23rd from 1 to 7. It is at 910 Hunts Point Avenue. It's in the Bronx. Bronxlandia, it's called in Hunts yeah. Point. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I might stop by. 
Yeah, you should. It's I a good time. I've never been to anything like that. Yeah. Oh, really? you have yeah. to. Oh, it's We fun. have um a whole bunch of different small businesses. People who sell like body products, crystals, clothes, mm-hmm. little trinkets, candles, candles. Food? Yes. Oh, we're getting, we we're getting there. We're getting there. This time food. we're gonna have like four different food yeah, vendors. Three. Three. Haitian Three. food, Spanish food. I mean, yeah, Spanish food and Jamaican food. Yeah. We also have the food always hits. There's a DJ. Perfect. So it's a good vibe. Yeah. We have performances too. We have performances. Yeah, we're gonna too. have performances too from yeah. like local artists. Nice. So it's also giving mm-hmm. local artists an opportunity to show their music. Ah, very yeah. nice. Very nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah. What is the goal with the podcast? The number, like, like the best case scenario. Oh, Jesus. I <laughs> <laughs> um. So Talk obviously, I would. I don't even know. Okay. Me and Anthony. You guys ready for refill? Yet? Oh yes, you can bring oh. on yeah, all yeah. of the refills. Bring it out. <laughs> Let me talk this. We do not shy away. Yeah, I'm just take a one, sip. Uh, you know, make sure you're ready. That's all. Mm-hmm. You ready too? Perfect. If I burp him. into the mic, please don't. I mean, I don't <laughs> care. Go crazy, go crazy. Don't do that. Yeah, no. thank you. I mean, I don't care, but you know, I'm just warning y'all. So yeah. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> it was mm-hmm. a deep question. What's the oh, oh, what's the main goal? Okay. So I best have a case lot, scenario. Have a lot of goals. Oh, but man. Anthony and I kind of started this business and it's a production company, right? So the podcast is like the baby of this production company. The company's called Greenhouse Productions. Um, so ultimately we would want to own our own studio. And we would actually we would like produce other podcasts and form some sort of like a network. Um, and they would be under our umbrella. That's best case. The least favorite, I would, of course, want it to be super successful, charting on Apple and Spotify. But um, I'm also okay with, like, eventually moving on from it to pursue, like, production and, like, of other podcasts and bring other people up. Um, that, that would be my goal. Do you agree? I don't know. Yeah. You really spoke about your goals. I know, or, right? Yeah. Because yeah, you're, you're more so of again, a co-host. So, again, I just, yeah. Or, or I'm a co-host. And then I only really just start, what, April, March? Yeah. So, she started oh, okay. fairly new. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I feel like I'm still, this is why, like, this is so important, us venturing out, like, meeting you and, like, going out. So, I could really find, like, my niche in this. Because um, right now, it's just me just like doing a bit of everything and learning a little bit of everything to see like what i could bring to the table Mm -hmm. like more so so yeah yeah it's it's been going well so far yeah Yeah. i mean i get to talk with my best friend all the time about our issues (laughs) yeah we've learned so much and i think it's actually even brought us closer as friends oh absolutely absolutely and um yeah it's just it's just been a good experience i mean social media is everything so like it's even been a little bit challenging trying to navigate like a social media personality because you do need one if people want to be interested in you and tune into what you have. So I would say like that's probably our biggest roadblock. Well, it's definitely mine. Absolutely mine. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's even something that we have to continue to work on and discuss, like just kind of finding our space there. Because if this does stop, like if the podcast does stop, I would still want both of us to have other avenues that we can pursue. Um, so, yeah, but we'll see one day at a time. That sounds good. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't really even have a goal. Of I was going to ask you yours, of, yeah. Of course, the, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. that um, but you must enjoy it so much. I mean, you must have, like, true enjoyment because you yeah. participate not only in this one, but in the other two. So yeah, yeah. You no, I have really two for myself, and then I'm a co-host in the ah, other Ah, so there you go. Yeah. And, yeah, I've always been into film, so I've always had cameras. I've always edited and stuff, yeah. and it's, like, the new thing, and 
when I started my friends, when I started the co-host, <clears throat> it was just fun. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I want to do this more often. Like, we do it every other week over there. And I'm like, you know, I want to do it more often. Mm-hmm. So now I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely fun. Let's get back. <laughs> oh, damn. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the good stuff. You, you say you don't want to get married. Ah. Uh. That, how do you feel? Do you want to get married? Up until recently. <laughs> no, don't, don't let her. <laughs> no, I just want to look at her. I'm not looking at her. That's why I literally look straight. No, no, no. I'll be real. I'll be real. Ever since I can remember, like, even as a young girl, like, as a Hispanic from the Bronx, young girl, it's always been embedded in me. Like, I want to, I want the white picket fence, the house, the kids, definitely. So, I'm not going to shy away from that. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but... Yes. No, I still have the idea in my head that I do want. Yeah, I definitely the, see like she will get yeah, married. Yeah. I don't have a doubt in my mind yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Me personally, <laughs> it's just not a top priority for me. I feel like marriage is a huge commitment and I just have my mind is focused on so many other things that I don't want to shorthand or sh- what is it? Shorthand or shortchange someone? Yourself. Oh, the other someone person. else. You know, if I can't fully commit in that way right now. Um, that's why I say right now, eh, mm-hmm. it'll be dope. I'm not against marriage. I'm just like, if it happens, it happens. I also think, like, the parents slash friends she has around her slash family members who have kids scare the shit out of her. (laughs) I have two kids. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. So I feel like she sees what we all go through as mothers. And and she has found... Right. And I just feel like, especially (laughs) in the past, like, I want to say seven years... She's done so much work on herself and has accomplished so much individually that even if it was me, I would shy away from it, too. Like when you really find yourself and really are self-aware, it's hard to be like, OK, let me let it go. I've a noticed, little bit. too, that it's like, sorry, we're having a whole session with you right now. I'm ready. OK, I've <laughs> noticed, too, that I feel like um, the relationships I've been in still as much as you say, I've put work and I have worked on myself a lot. But I think now I'm still at the phase where I'm just self-aware and now I don't know what to do with all the awareness. So like I still have things that trigger me and I still respond very emotionally. So I'm still trying to work through that. And all of my relationships have mirrored that back to me. Like you still have work to do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you've accomplished. And so it, that fucks with me, too, because it's like, yeah, I've accomplished all these things mm-hmm. and I and I feel great about it. But there's still internal things that I'm still working through. And it just like. It's Can giving a overachiever. It's a lot. It's okay. just a lot. She does. She just. She gets to a point, and then it's just like, oh, but I need to get to this point. Then she yeah. gets to a point, and then she's like, oh, I gotta get to this point, which is very admirable. Like by the way, um, but it's like, at what point do you rest in knowing that? Okay, I've done this. Let me just enjoy myself for a little bit. We don't always have to keep climbing the ladder. And then when you're dating people, and they don't really meet that standard, they don't meet that standard, but they're still good people. But then you're like, okay, if I'm with you, I might settle. But it's like, am I really going to be settling for them? Or do I just have these really high expectations for how I want my life to be? And is that wrong to have high? Like, it's just a lot of back and forth. You for will me. be settling. And it's not wrong to have high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, so there we go. Thank you, sir. There we go. Thank you. There we go. So you're open to it. Yeah, I'm open oh, to it. It just got to be right. right. You and if it's like not right. 100%. No, 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 no. That's where I'm at. But I'm 100% cut. Cut no marriage, no, no kids. I, I, no, I have, I have, I have oh, a you daughter. Have, you have a daughter. She's about okay. to be sixteen. Oh, congrats! Yeah, thank nice. you, thank you. Yeah, but relationships, all that. Yeah, you know what it is. I, I know what it takes to be in a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. 
it's work every single day. Mm-hmm. Majority of people are lazy now. Mm-hmm. They it's want true. the easy way well, the, the easy way out. They want the comfort. They want the happiness. They want only good times. Right. And, and if not... anything goes bad, then oh, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we talk about. But that you know what's crazy? Yeah. People, right but you know what's real crazy? People aren't like that with with, with their jobs. You notice that shit? Mm-hmm. Wow. People hate their jobs, but they'll go religiously forty hours a week plus. Oh my god, me and Anthony hate our fucking jobs. We talk about it all the time. But you'll go religiously. <laughs> we go because I need my money. <laughs> you, it's not, it's about instant gratification. Me too. I do show up later. It's every day. about instant gratification. <laughs> like you don't see the result. Like okay, you go to work every two weeks or every week, whatever it is, you get your money. But the problem is in a relationship, there's there's nothing like that. You see it over time. You know, like you have this conversation, you make expectations. A week passes. It's not, ex- there's no time limit. There's no like, oh, we're working on this. In two weeks, we're going to have it. Right. Like, no. So it's, it's about instant gratification. And we're in a time that is like, we want to do something, commit to something, and then see the check. Mm-hmm. We want to see like the results right away. So that's that's the problem with this time. I agree. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's my issue in relationships. <laughs> And I just, my patience is very thin. And I'm just like, you know what? Instead of fucking causing havoc and stressing each other out, let me just remove myself and figure out my shit so I don't have to put my shit onto you. And that's it. Everybody's happy. Straight up. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time. If it don't make sense, it don't make sense. Yeah, that's that's it. I know myself enough to know it don't make sense right now. You're supposed to believe your gut. But not always, because sometimes your brain controls your gut. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our brains are, yeah. are thinking something that's completely wrong. Me and Nali, you know? we've been talking about this. We have like an emotional mind and a logical mind. Sometimes the emotional mind like really tries to get, you know, in the front, really trying mm-hmm. to drive the car. And it, it doesn't, you cannot, you cannot let the emotional mind drive the car. Like your logical mind has to drive the car. You listen to the emotional mind, you know, let her Every put her two then. cents in. Yeah. But we need to be logical. Let's be logical. I, I was just preaching that to my daughter. I have her every weekend. Just last weekend, I was telling her about get your emotions out the way think logically logic is is the best best way in, in any situation even when she's having problems with just a family member yeah. or emotions and arguments or whatever mm-hmm. the case mm-hmm. it's just emotions it's not logic that mm-hmm. person's not speaking to you out of logic they're speaking to you out of emotions do you feel like you've ever met a woman that was more logical than emotional wow that's a crazy question. <laughs> <laughs> because when you say that, we talk about it all the time. Like yeah, women, yeah. women are so much Actually, more yeah. emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, but, nice. but but it's those women that are. I'm not trying to say anything negative, but no, God. Um, that are kind of done with relationships, mm-hmm. where they like. Would you say they're, they're bitter? No, cold, not bitter, but a they're just cold. smarter. Ah. Smarter. Smarter. Got it. So they're not just gonna go along with the shit, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. That that it's usually those women that've been yeah. through relationships, they've been mm-hmm. through the bullshit, they know what it is, mm-hmm. and, and they and know what it ain't. Yeah, yeah. They're not just not. They're not. <laughs> and I think that games. makes sometimes like men they don't know how to uh, receive that mm-hmm. because, and it's not even a bad thing, but I think they just don't know how to receive it. Like I had somebody, I was dating someone, and I had someone be like, you know, do you see marriage with me? Do you see kids with me? And I'm like, I could see it. But who knows what can happen next week? We may it may not feel that way. So I don't want to tell you something now. Like it sounds good, but let's see if we get there. And he was not okay with that. That's it was hilarious. like, well, how do you not know by now? And it's just like because I've had enough experience to know this is how shit goes. 
you get into a relationship it don't work out you move on and whatever we had all these dreams and hopes and they weren't realized because we're not together anymore and it just is what it is like that's hilarious because usually it's the women asking, what are we? Yeah. <laughs> he was asking you. Yeah, he That's was. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm like, we just chilling. <laughs> like, we having a good time. Let's not ruin it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are we? Having fun. We're having fun. <laughs> right. We're alive. Right. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. Tony's yeah. still working on that part. What I'm still, I'm, I'm still on, what are we? I'm still on that. I'm still on that. I'm getting there, though. I see it. I see the light. It's coming. <laughs> nah, what it what it is though is that that's that's the way you're supposed to be though. That that's what a, adulthood and clear communication yeah. is. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you don't what like the you? person. It's just but you, you know. have to know what's going on, mm-hmm. or else you're wasting my time. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. but what sucks with with guys that aren't ready, they'll just keep bullshitting you. You know, so you're asking that question. I was like, oh, now why are you asking me that? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like mm-hmm. this is what adults do. This is what adults that are really dating with a goal do. Right. Unless yeah. you're just dating with no goal, then that means right. you're just trying to have fun for the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get both sides, but that side is more logical. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's get to the I feel point. Like What's going just on? Ha- Honestly, I just feel like there has to be a happy medium between the two. Mm-hmm. Um. Ah, <laughs> it's okay. It'll just dry. Uh, it'll dry. <laughs> now okay, we don't match. I got a towel. Do you want me to spell? No, I'm good. I don't mind. I'm, I'm good. It's just no, all it's that dry. water at the top. Just went. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it's in the cooler, okay. so the ice, listen, you know. Listen. It's fine. <laughs> it's still giving. It's still giving. His laugh is so funny. <laughs> Here, thank you. No it's fine. So, do you think you can trust 100%? Trust what? Let's Sorry, say, let's say, let's say, relationship wise, <laughs> you think you can trust someone one hundred percent? Um, I could try, but at the end of the, I, I could try. <laughs> no, I could try, but at the end of the day, it's really like, like I'm no, <laughs> giving no, no, it's giving no. I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm somebody who always, and this pisses her off, give people the benefit of the doubt. Oh my god, I so give people many. the benefit of the doubt, right? I give people space. To either like make a mistake or to mm-hmm. show me that I was right or I, that, that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm always somebody who's like, you know, in time it will all be revealed. Like, you know, like I don't want to sit here looking stupid, but sometimes that happens too. All the time. Mm-hmm. Right? People mm-hmm. always show their ass. Yeah. And then it's just up to you to decide, all right, is this the ass I want to deal with or mm-hmm. not? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, whatever. But I do try to, like, start over with people, like, with relationships in my life, like, friend and um, romantic. I-, I try not to, like, bring my past, like, you know, into it. I'm like, okay, fresh, you are not this person. You are not this person. You are Natalie. You are Tom, whoever the hell you are. And I start again. Like, you know, I try, again, to give people space to reveal themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about, giving that time because everyone will re- reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. Not rushing into shit. People rush into shit too quick, mm-hmm. and that's never the way to go. <clears throat> Literally, give give as much time and as much space as possible, and, and they'll show the true colors. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the best way Absolutely. to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And Crazy. also, like, you got to wait for some bad shit to happen, too. It's like, it's like sometimes people don't reveal themselves unless they're, like, under pressure. Once the pressure comes, sometimes the pressure is a blessing. People like shy away from the bad shit, but you need to get 
like the pressure of some situation to really see like you know 100%. how people going to react how they're going to move like you're going to you're going to run or you're going to stick it out thug it out and like let's do this yeah like, so 100% yeah 100%, yeah. 100%. i was going to say that you, you said the runner thing cuz i was going to say that especially with friends especially friends especially men that you think your friend is this tough guy because they always talk that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the time. But when shit hits the fan, it's like, what? damn, yo. Bitch like, no, nah, yo, because of bad, this. Bad. They, yeah. they running. Yeah, yeah exactly. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. He's thinking of a specific. <laughs> uh, it's so true, though. It's very no, true. No, it's true. People reveal themselves. Sometimes they embarrass themselves. Yeah, a lot of people mm. are fake. Majority of people mm-hmm. are fake. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's known. You give people the time, they're going to show you everything. Mm-hmm. Have you ever given advice that you don't do yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All right. So it seems like yes. Is, is the, the sky outstanding blue? Answer. Like, All right, what? what? What's, what's the biggest one that that? So, oh, so the question is actually pretty much what's the biggest thing you, you want to work on yourself that you don't do? Pretty oh, much, okay, right? That's okay, what it okay. is, right? All right. I think there's a lot. This is just one. Maybe another one will come to me. But it's always like, oh, um, just be patient. Like, everything's going to come to you. Just go with the flow. That is so not me with anything at well, all. Why would you give that advice? It's not even good because advice. Because I'd be seeing, I know, right? <laughs> I'd be seeing so many people stressed about the end result. But it's like, I also be stressed about the end result. And that's what people be telling me. Like, oh, just take your time. You're going to get there. And it's like. No, like sometimes for me, you cannot just wait for things to come. Sometimes you just got to make shit happen. But that's that'd be the advice that I'd be giving. And I don't know why. I just be wanting because people to take it people, easy. Or... Okay, so, so the problem with that is like, yes, let shit flow. But don't just sit on your ass and yeah. think that the money is just going to come by a train right. and like drop <laughs> off to you. No, nigga, you got to flow out. Yeah. But do the work. Do the that's work. the part that's missing from that. And enjoy. Yes, I see what you're saying. Do the work. Do yes. the work and enjoy flow the work out, you're putting in. But flow out working. <laughs> don't flow out like just, you know, yeah, yeah, sip, yeah, yeah. Sip. No, no, no. Yeah. They say it's <clears throat> it's luck sometimes. Yeah. But what luck is there's a there's a there's a beautiful quote that, that breaks it down. What is it? Say the quote because um, you know it. Mm-hmm. The what is it? The <laughs> Just say it. What is <laughs> when it? When preparation, when opportunity uh, meets preparation. preparation. Yeah. And so, that is true. So so like you said, you have to actively work towards mm-hmm. it. Exactly. So you can be prepared when that time arrives mm-hmm. because that time can arrive but like you said if you're sitting around waiting for it you ain't right. shit yeah. and think about it in a relationship wise you're waiting for for prince charming or, or your queen mm-hmm. but you're not doing anything with your life right yeah. to, uh, to, to when that, that person comes into your life now they look at you like wow you. you are a king you are a queen for mm-hmm. me like yo mm-hmm. you, you're a piece of shit because you've been waiting around for somebody yeah. right. you know what i mean so yeah you gotta that, work that on yourself perfect sense. yeah 100 absolutely yeah. so how about you the, the, remember advice? the question? No, I forgot the question. <laughs> oh, oh, advice you've given, but you don't do yourself. Oh, boy. The biggest one that, that, you, that you want to do, that you yeah, want to work on. I'm curious to know this answer. There's a lot. Wait, I got to think about this. Um, what do I give? What advice do I give on the pod? I don't know. What's some advice I've given on the pod? I feel like... No, don't make me fucking say No, it. go ahead. No. I you think... can't be so specific, but yeah, you can. You could just be general. I be in my feelings about things. But you, I don't know. I don't feel like you really give me advice that you don't take yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. She gives me advice about like not being in my feelings. Like, so she's very mm. big on think with your logical mind. Mm-hmm. So I you call her. There's only a few people I call when I want to be logical. And she's one of them. 
because I'm very emotional. Oh, that's true. I and do she will be fail. like, okay, let's take oh, a breather. Boy. Let's examine it this way. Jesus. I don't think you're taking it the right way. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes Meanwhile. to her, <laughs> it's like, girl, but you are, you're of sound mind. How are you not seeing this? It's very, it's very different when you're in the situation. Like right. when I give advice to people, thank you for helping me. I got you. When I, when I give advice to people, I'm so about logic and emotion, logic and emotion. And like sometimes like for her, like she could be mad at somebody and I'm like, but not, it could have been that he meant this. And she's like, oh. <laughs> okay, I didn't see it that way. Like, but oh, excuse it down. me. There's, there's a lot. Every time we talk, there's a lot of oh. Mm-hmm. But me, whoo, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Sometimes the emotion is too much. It's too much. It's giving. I don't even. Know. Yeah, that's why I asked you if you ever <laughs> met women who thought just strictly logical because it's hard for. I, I think it's a woman and men. That's one of the things where women were just very fucking emotional, mm-hmm. and it's really hard for me to you know, not listen to the emotional minds and do the logical thing. It's like, no, you hurt me. What's up? Now let's do something yeah. about it. I'm upset. I'm going to curse you out. I'm going to whatever. Like, that's how I feel in that moment. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, today <clears throat> I was doing research on the difference between men and women, and I wrote down a bunch of notes. Mm-hmm, and okay. what you just said reminded me of, of one of them, how women are more emotional. Mm-hmm. There's one fact that was women are altruistic, trusting, compliant and more prone to depression and anxiety and that all makes sense you agree with all that shit that's crazy (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) women physically right let's just talk biologically every fucking month our hormones fucking switch up (laughs) i mean come on we have to bear children Postpartum now, research says that postpartum is fucking over two years. So you mean to tell me I'm yeah. still fucking postpartum? Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. It's just the changes that go um, in a woman's body, like just biologically, scientifically, is just, of course, we're more emotional. Like, yeah. we're constantly having to find a balance. We're constantly like drifting this way. Then the estrogen picks up and testosterone picks up. Then we're like, this is the nurse talking right now. She just got (laughs) mad, fucking technical with the fucking progesterone. Full disclosure, I am a nurse. Yeah, it's no, but it's true. And you know what? Just to piggyback off that, that's so true. It's even that, like, um, that back and forth with the emotions. And then still having to, you still have the pressure of society of like, as a woman, you still need to behave a certain way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think. A lot of us, especially now in this generation, we're kind of realizing like we don't have to adhere to like those old school standards and even like in how we talk or even the the duties that are expected of us as women. Just stay home, have the kids, shut up. I'm a man. I'm gonna do what I want to do. You don't get to say shit. It's like, no, we're out in the field. We're working. So it's like we're managing now more expectations, more responsibilities because we have to also work, come home. You, I'm sure you have to take care of your kids. So it's like you have real life shit and then you have your emotional shit. And it's just like, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> you know, like it'd be a lot. No, it yeah, is a lot. And yeah. It, it's like 
women also expect men to have the same old school values too though mm -hmm. so it's it's mm -hmm. both care. sides need to realize <laughs> yeah. yeah both sides need to realize mm -hmm. it's 2023 this is how shit is now yeah. i think if everybody realizes what what the now. new age shit is i think relationships would be easier to start absolutely mm -hmm. stop but expecting this stop expecting that this is how it is today now go but right. the problem is is that people don't take the time to understand what an, what your partner's expectations are. You need to take the time in the dating period to discuss those things. Mm. What is your expectations in a partner? What are and you ask the same thing. Like, do you expect or do you care that the woman works? Is that is that right. yeah, do you expect me to bring home bread too? Do you want me just to be sitting at home? Is it you just want the fam? You got to really have those discussions because you cannot have it when she's pregnant right because yeah. uh, if he's expecting you just to stay home and you're like but wait i want to get my master's mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's gonna be like no you so i think people don't take the time out we're in a beautiful time that there's just so many different opinions so many different ways to have a relationship um so many different ways that it can work right um if people let go of their expect of the like um the, the old school shit, basically. Right, if right. people would just let that go, oh, but my parents did it this way. Yeah, no. And my brother, and it's like, yeah, okay, no. but we are not your parents. Thank you. We in a whole different... Yes. And there's yeah. a beauty to it that I think a lot of people haven't found. No, I'm good. Um, There's a beauty to it that a lot of people haven't found that you can create your own right. shit. Just because this works for Natalie, that don't mean it gotta be the way I do it. Right. You know? Like, there's people who are in, like, these poly, like, uh, uh, relationships. Happy as fuck. Yeah. Happy as fuck. And if that works for you, that works for you. Some people are traditional. If you find somebody who's also traditional, beautiful. Great. Then you're find great. Find what works for you. Yeah. There's and people who it. experiment together. There's people who don't like to experiment. But you got to have those discussions. Mm -hmm. And you got to be open to having those discussions. Like. Communication is key. Ugh, everything. I always preach communication in every relationship. Mm -hmm. Not not only romantic. Mm -hmm. In your friendships business relationships yeah every type of every, whenever you're interacting with another human there has to be that that common ground mm -hmm. we both understand what what's going on here absolutely if not it's it's 100 headed to failure mm -hmm. and that's what people and it's not even that people don't understand that it's that they don't give a fuck they don't they don't even want to do the work right they <clears throat> i preach this about everything people know right from wrong mm -hmm. even when it comes to diet sleeping a certain amount of hours drinking the more healthy option mm -hmm. water over soda every day people always know the the, the healthier mm -hmm. more logical route but it doesn't matter because that instant gratification yeah. or whatever the hell the case is yeah. and that goes with everything and that this, this is one reason why i can't date no more because i I'm, i read so much and i think so much and i, I human behavior i read people mm -hmm. and it's like everything there's another quote how you do everything is how you do everything or how you, how do, you do one thing is how you do everything. How you do anything mm -hmm. is how you do everything some mm -hmm. shit like that and if somebody has bad eating habits for example mm -hmm. and they know right from wrong but they mm -hmm. continue eating let's say it's mcdonald's every day they know it's right from wrong and you're dating this person this is something that they have no control over they can't control themselves from eating poison every day right so how can you trust them in any other part of 
communication, sharing a, an apartment, sharing a life, sharing children, sharing a car, sharing bills. How can you trust this person with anything? They can't even control putting poison in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Damn, so basically no woman got no chance. <laughs> Yo, it's it's <laughs> No, it's but crazy. That, that, that really No, is but true. no, it's yeah. no, it, yeah, it's oh, it, it's you, you can't be a piece of shit here, but you're amazing everywhere else. I'm not going to believe you're amazing everywhere else if you can't even stop doing this little thing. Mm-hmm. See, there's a lot of debates with that. I yeah. agree. Because yeah. they um if we're going to bring it to like I guess like relationships. They brought up. Um, there was a podcast I was watching that brought up Martin Luther King, right? And they said how he's a great man because of all the things that he did, but he like consistently cheated on his wife. So it was like, what's the perception, and how do we view it? Like, was he really a great man? But can you be a great man if you're cheating on your wife? Because then you're showing no loyalty, no respect. Obviously, lack of communication, dishonesty. The list goes on. So it's like. That that's just interesting that you said that because it's like the perception of it could be crazy. Like, what if they really are a good person? Mm-hmm. They just can't fucking control their eating habits. Mm-hmm. Are they really not a good person? Or I feel like we just... know and we won't, but we know businessmen mm-hmm. and like people who like you know organize things, etc. But they're just liars. They ain't shit. Like in their yeah. liars, but in their business, fire. I mean, a one. Yeah, like, a one. Well, but the other just... thing is, uh, people with power usually abuse their power. Yes. Mm. So, Martin Luther King, anybody, mm-hmm. presidents, pre- oh yeah, presidents, priests, of course, priests, absolutely. So Hello. everybody with power above people, they always abuse it, and it's usually sexual. Which and it sucks because usually people in power are men. Now a lot more women are coming right. to power. So it's always been men doing all this shit because they've been in power. Yeah. But you hear about the women too. Yeah, women in power—they take advantage. They do some shit. Yeah, there's Absolutely. been a lot of um, news That's about like teachers. I was just gonna say teachers, teachers sleeping with their students, yeah, taking in high school and stuff like that. Like, no, it's it's tough. literally that power. That's why yeah. police do what the hell they do and get away with, with, with mm. what they get away with. That's why they're the suicide rate for police is so high. The divorce rate is is so high for police. It's the power. Mm-hmm. Every position where you have power, people always abuse it. Yeah. It's it's just. Humans are just, no one's perfect. So you give a human, that Kanye West line, no one man should have so much power. Mm-hmm. That's, that's real shit. No one person, should, he said man. Yeah, but you know, yeah, man, yeah, man is mm-hmm. human, human. No person should have all that power. People always abuse their power. I just recently saw a documentary. I forgot the name. It was just like last night. This Brazilian woman that she, um, she was a pastor. She had 55 kids or something like that, but majority of them were adopted. And then she abused her power. She was in so much crime. She was like sleeping with the kids and oh my god, marrying what? the kids. I want to like, watch it. it, it I'll, I'll send you the link. Insane. No, I'm just like really into documentary. Insane. That's insane. Crazy. It's oh on YouTube. God. I'll send you the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. And it and it goes to show it doesn't matter if it's male or female. Power is power. Mm-hmm. You give somebody power, they're gonna fucking abuse that mm-hmm. shit. They're gonna take advantage of that shit. Mm-hmm disgusting <laughs> i can't no no that i'm just thinking of like um child like prostitution now just because the whole thing is like a 34 billion dollar thing going on in the united states of like child like selling children like and all that there's a documentary coming out too i forgot who is it bob Sat? no 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 sorry <laughs> somebody's coming out with it no no someone's yeah. coming out with like a documentary, gonna... no! documentary. i'm watching no! it <laughs> Well, he died, didn't he? Yeah, I'm watching it. He did. He's still doing docs. I'm watching. He did. He did. He died. I forgot. I forgot. But I'm just saying, like, it's just 
Yeah, like I'm you have it. all that money, and these people probably started off not with children. They probably started mm-hmm. off in some other. You have to have money adults, to put probably into adults it. First. Adults, right. yeah, yeah, you right. have adults, so you get and all this money, you get all this power, and then now you're just like old men in power love little kids. It's fucking insane. It's disgusting. It's fucking insane. It's disgusting. I understand a man liking like an eighteen year old or whatever because. That's a fully, not fully developed woman, but that's a woman. And an old man is not looking at his 70-year-old wife right. like, damn, she's right. a dime. So, of course, he's going to be attracted to 18. But when it gets lower than that, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. There's nothing sexual about that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just, yeah, that's, that's like a mental, that's mental health. Now, right to there. me, even an 18-year-old is like, come on, like. Yeah, it, it don't make sense even, for an old man. There was man's actually, <laughs> and I think they stopped it, but I don't know if you guys heard. So, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were trying, people were actually trying to add pedophilia into that. No. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Two guys. Yeah, they were. And um, Mm -hmm. it was sick. Like, they had little advertising. They had, like, advertising. It was a a grown-ass man holding the hand of a child. And that was, like, the logo for it. And it was, like, balloons in the back. I don't know. It was crazy. They were really trying to make it a thing. Sick. And and they've had document. Yeah, of course. And they've had documentaries like that that. The guy will like express like, you know, I am attracted to children, but I still babysit like my nephew and I still babysit like my neighbors, like no. kids and they are aware, but they know that I won't cross the line. Fuck out of here. This is going to lead because my mind is going in a whole bunch of different Fuck directions. Okay. Speaking of pedophilia, what is your best childhood <laughs> memory? Oh, my God. What? He tried. He tried. He tried. He tried. He tried. He tried. He tried the segue. He tries the segue. Good job. That's literally my next topic. Uh, listen, listen, listen. Favorite childhood memory that you can't do anymore. That was the end of the, oh. the, the question. What is your best childhood memory that at this age or this whatever time in life you just can't um. do anymore? But it was your your your, your fondest memory as a child. Fucking running for long periods of time. <laughs> Like, just doing anything physical Do activity how, related like can you like, think of recess now how we would just run sprint <laughs> and like be good like nothing and then, we, then we get on the line no sweat no tears no huffing and puffing like just okay. i literally so i've started walking around my neighborhood and even just walking i'm like yo it my chest is closing and, like i'm done this is too much my hips hurt like i feel pain everywhere yeah I miss just doing things and not feeling pain. Getting out, getting up in the morning, I'm cracking nonstop. My oh hips, my, God. my elbows. I'm walking pigeon toe to the bathroom. Damn, we getting old. It's a mess. Like it's when you mess. sit down for too long and it's like the leg fell asleep. Yes. So it's only been five minutes, but your leg falls asleep and you gotta like. I just miss not being so <laughs> hyper aware of my body and the pains that are in my body. So, yeah, uh, that's mine. I mine would be straight up the creativity. Like, my creativity level was so mm. amazing as a child. Like, I just remember, like, I always had cousins, like, around my age. And we all, like, my brother's only, like, a year younger than me. And we would all play all these things and come up with all these scenarios. And just, I'm like, yo, why can't I be, like, the creativity yeah. is just gone. <laughs> I feel like real life is the creativity aspect. Oh, my God. Because you're like, this doesn't make sense. I can't do this. Or Why you got, not? Like, real shit to do, so it's like yeah. I don't got time to be like in fantasy world. I got to do things. 
So I be missing it. I be but missing it. But to be it. fair, I'm gonna give you some grace. I think you're very creative. Oh. Because when we do these pop up events, she comes up with really good ideas, and I'm oh. like, I would have never thought about that. Okay, like, cute. Thank so, you. Yeah. Kudos to you. Thanks, boo. I'm gonna give you that. And anything you create, you're you're tapping into your your yeah. child, your childhood, your inner child. I mean, maybe we're not like in a castle with dragons and whatever, yeah. but you're still creating. You know, might not be crayons, but yeah, yeah, you're still pretty good. It could stuff. just be the overthinking aspect. Maybe I think that's maybe what it is. Like maybe I have the ideas, but I'm like, ah, no, ah, no, ah, no. Mm-hmm. It could be that part. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, as an adult, as a mom, it's tough. You barely have time to do what you want, but I feel like you should really find time for that because creating is tapping into your inner child mm. and that's to me is like therapy mm. absolutely and you know what really holds us back from doing little things like that our phones do you, do you find oh, yourself being you, you guys feel sometimes you're agree. addicted a little mm. bit and you have to like force yourself to, to throw it down oh, absolutely yeah if, imagine you were to cut back more on that time and just do something that you used to do as a kid what did you like doing like painting writing what was um, it toys what was it yeah i think it was just like you know playing kitchen, playing, like, you know, how mm-hmm. coming up with these scenarios, like, just in... And I didn't even need toys. I'll be like, oh, I'll have so, a book, and I'm like, I'm a witch. Like, see, you like, know, I would like, like you to... Now that you're saying <laughs> that, I would like you to channel that for, like, things that we want to do here. Because right. I mean, like, especially for podcasting, like, I'm sure you could relate, trying to come up with, like, topics. segments, maybe, topics, little games that you can play with guests. That takes creativity. I'm not that good at it. If you have it in you, bitch, please tap in. <laughs> tap in and let's fucking create something magical. Because if you're good at scenarios, we could be doing skits together. Mm-hmm. We could do promo videos together. Mm-hmm. And you have a way of, like, making it look good or whatever. Um, I agree with that. I feel like something that I liked when I was younger was um, drawing a lot. I'm not good at it, but drawing, coloring, reading. Those are things that I feel like unleash a lot of creativity for me. She still reads a lot. I think that's why I still read a lot. Yeah. And I still feel like um, I think that's why one of the reasons why I started walking more to get off my phone, get out and just be in nature or be by water or just be outside and not be so like all day scrolling, Mm -hmm. scrolling, scrolling. Mm -hmm. That was affecting me. And having kids like you, especially in this 2023. Oh, my God. The electronics is like. It's like a jail, like for the kids. It's like they just, it's crazy. It's crazy. So now more than ever, I definitely have, like, of course, they have their little tablet time, but we go out, we Mm -hmm. do things, even if it's a walk, like it doesn't matter to get their energy off. And like, you know, they be telling me that tree is a dragon and shit and i'm like okay <laughs> like whatever yes, <laughs> like yeah. mommy every time you pass by a tree scream i'm like okay <laughs> whatever you can also bring out the creativity in you too yeah that's why that's why and i've that's been thinking of it. it no yeah. but that's why it's been in the front of my mind lately because i'm like you know when we play or when they give me these games i'm like oh my god like i used to be like this mm-hmm. and i used to have this confidence like just to but you lose that with society with all the influences you lose that and it, it comes so natural to them that mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I need that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you're, you're the closest to it, though, because you're, you're with the kids. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. easily tap in with them, oh, draw with them, yeah, play yeah, with, yeah, you know, yeah. color with them, create. If I, if I record it. the games that we be playing and mommy be thinking <laughs> of, <laughs> let I me tell that. you. Like, Since so she's a mom, she should kind of like oh market my God. That. market for that. Right, yes. right, right. Showing that, people eat that up. Yo. I mean, I'm not trying to get you to exploit your family, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if it could be beneficial oh, and lead to, like, amazing opportunities, then it's like, why not? would be dead. Like, what goes on in my house? And her kids are so cute. Not just because she's my best friend, but her kids are adorable. 
They need like, to model. They, be... they need to model. I've given. Girl, What's up with y'all? What's up with y'all? Like, please. It's like, you. Call me back. Call me back. Get serious. No, I have sent in multiple times. And <laughs> I know mm. my kids is cute. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah. <laughs> you, you've tried therapy, right? Oh, I'm in therapy. Yeah. I currently. actually currently. Mm-hmm. All right. You? Same. In therapy. All right. Do you guys feel the difference before and after? I just started, um, but I see like, you know, even just making the plans, the treatment plans, I'm like, wow, okay, so I'm going to be here. So just seeing that part itself, like I haven't seen the effects per se, but just in the conversations, how we already spoke about my childhood like mm-hmm. four times, I'm like, oh, we really digging in here. <laughs> We're really going to yeah. find the real triggers of what's mm-hmm. going on. So I'm excited. Yeah, I've been in therapy for about um, a year and a half now. Um, in terms of the differences, I definitely noticed a difference, but I actually had a therapy session today on my walk and the topic of being too aware now has come up because now I'm like hyper aware of just, you know, where I fuck up, where other people fuck up and then just kind of like trying to navigate what to do with that information has been something that I'm trying to explore now. But yeah, definitely therapy. I think I recommend therapy to everybody. Are you in therapy? No, I tried it twice. It it wasn't I still recommend it to everyone. I I did try it once um, before and I stopped because I I didn't think it was the per. No, it was the person. Now that I think about it, it was the person. I just didn't find that connection. Yeah. So if that's what it was for you, I would definitely. No, I would definitely like try again because this time around, she's the first time she was an older lady and it was a lot of. Well, you seem to have it all. And in my head, I'm like, I don't have it all together. Like, what are you talking about? And this time around, she's younger. She's closer to my age. Um, Very receptive. um, Gives me a lot of feedback. Gives me fucking homework. Um, So I would definitely try again. Um, Yeah, how was your first experience with therapy? I had uh, two different Mm -hmm. therapists. Both were females. Okay. Okay. Are both your therapists females? Mm -hmm. Mine, yeah. Maybe Mm -hmm. I need a male. Maybe. Maybe you need a male. Yeah, like I couldn't see myself having a male therapist at Mm -hmm. all. Like I just... No, I could see myself having a male therapist. But no, because I also have and I no. talk about this in therapy <laughs> super deep. I talk about this in therapy <laughs> like I have a bias where I feel like and I'm trying to work on it. I feel like men try to control women and I don't know where I get that from. I'm still trying to explore why I get that because that would be my initial reaction. The minute a man tells me something, I'm like, you're just trying to tell me what to do. I don't want to hear it. And I block it off. So I feel like if I had a male therapist, I would just be like, I'm not listening to you. You're just trying to box me in because I'm a woman <laughs> and I am free and you cannot control me. <laughs> That's literally I'm literally working through that right now in therapy because I'm like, where the fuck do I get that from? Like, I uh, never, I wasn't even raised in a family you? where like who my father you? isn't controlling. <laughs> my mom, if anything, she's the one who's controlling. Maybe that's what it is. My mom is the one who's kind of like a little bit more dominant. Um so yeah i would would definitely be open to like having a male therapist because i do feel like you need what women need sometimes especially like in relationships you need that male perspective you need someone who is emotionally like mature Mm -hmm. a male who's emotionally mature to tell you right what it is and to tell you what it's not and to tell you like maybe what's going on in their mind like i would be open to it like for sure i don't know how much he's gonna help me in terms of motherhood you know and battling through that stuff Mm -hmm. but definitely like in terms of relationships in terms of you know 
I would yeah. be open to it for sure. Mm-hmm. I think you should try again with the male. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You should. should. And you and Third you can to show him, right? Right. Yeah, and be. you and you can you can specify that. You can say like, "Hey, I've had like some poor experiences and both of them were female, so I think maybe you no, can I don't say gotta that. Tell, I don't got to explain on to nobody. I just choose. Every time I found them, oh, you choose. I literally looked through, called, oh, made through. appointments, oh, okay, and okay, narrowed okay, it down okay, to okay. somebody. Yeah. I'm a real stickler when it comes to making a decision on anything. Yeah. Like I, I make I make sure I know everything about everything and then I figure out what's going on and then I, I make the best decision. Yeah. So I found the therapist. It just didn't work out. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just look specifically for a male next yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So what is the difference between before and after? Do they bring up topics that you wouldn't think through yourself? I feel like so far, I feel like it's been a lot of encouragement as to what is already going in my mind. There's so many things that are going on in my life right now that I already have the fucking answers to. But there is a sense in my head right now of I need that. I need that. um, Not encouragement. I just need someone to tell me like, yeah. Like it's, the validation? Yes. Yeah. I need that validation. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anything we've discussed so far, I guess, again, I'm early on. I just started. I don't think that so far there has been any like, oh, my God, this is what it is. Like, oh, my goodness. But it's been a, a, a sense of validation. Like, OK, I think this is happening because of this. Then she tells me it is happening because of this. So do it like or or this is happening because of this. So don't do it like get yourself away from it. Yeah. So I think validation is big with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I second guess myself, even though like my gut feelings are very like oof. Once you have kids, you have that instinct. It's like crazy. Mo- like, mother's instinct isn't like, no yeah, way. it's bugged. But out. you don't need validation. You just need to be secure in your decision. And your yeah, because right. she has the answer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget yeah. other people. Forget and that's that. something yeah. that I still battle with, like insecurities. Like I have like a whole laundry list of insecurities. And that's 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 where that comes from. And I know I do. But, you know, again, that's why I look for validation. Yeah. You have insecurities besides physical? Are they like mental ways? Oh, yeah. Because mostly absolutely it's usually physical people feel yeah 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 i have some i have some like physical insecurities but i don't think that that like rules my life absolutely not insecurities Um, of of mental mental like just um like for example making the right decision like i was saying earlier like you know you should do this but yeah like i'll see you know you should read a book but you're scrolling on your phone right little things like that little things like that and going back to the emotional mind and the you know when it's time to do it Sometimes I don't choose the logic. I have all the facts, right? It's all there. But my gut or my feelings is like, no. So then sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know because I feel so strongly, but I have all the facts. So sometimes I just I don't choose. Correct. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that we speak about and I've learned this in therapy, too, is like um, sitting with the uncomfortable feelings. Nobody wants to do that. So it's similar to what you said about nobody wants to put in the work. Sometimes when it comes to your mental health, the work is just sitting through the discomfort that you feel, Mm -hmm. the jealousy, the frustration, the fact that maybe you'll never get closure from a situation because it is what it is as much as you want it. And it's like nobody wants to feel that. It's like, so I'm going to do whatever I can to feel all the good things. But in doing that, you're still suffering because you're just masking the pain you feel with all these quote unquote good things but you're not even Preach. enjoying the good things 100% so I sweeping feel like, everything under the rug yeah that's something that yeah. I feel like when you talk about the before and after I feel like that's something I've realized where I'm just like you know what this, and even identifying it because people don't even want to admit 
what they really feel because it's going to make them seem weak Mm -hmm. or vulnerable Mm -hmm. or, oh, it's going to show that I care. Well, yeah, you Mm -hmm. do care. Big fucking deal. You care. You're human. You don't, you know, you may not always know why you care. You don't want to care, but you care. So now what are we going to do with that? How can we work on maybe not caring so much? But you have to feel it first in order to know what kind of work you need to do. And I think something else that I've learned in therapy, too, is just like, I'll have a therapy session with my therapist and it'll be like, I feel like it's the most intense emotion I feel in that moment. Like I'm crying to her a couple days later. I'm like, I'm good. Like, I don't even know why I was stressed in that situation so much. (laughs) Therapy has really, when you're conscious and you actually have to talk about things, you realize, oh, that really wasn't as big as I thought it was. So things are going to get better. Like I'm okay. Not everything has to be such a big production. And I think that's something that therapy has really helped me with a lot that's something that like you learn growing up a lot because right now if i throw out or if we lose a toy right now my kid is like oh my god freaking out my toy my toy you know so as we we got to remember that like we're growing up we're keep we're keeping like you know self-development it's gonna feel like it's everything right it's gonna feel like it's the end of the world but if you don't sit and feel with that and then try to like take the step next step forward you're gonna mm-hmm. keep feeling right like you're a child who lost it yeah, it's so true <laughs> yeah another corny quote <laughs> <laughs> he's filled with the quote is that right is I that right that. go you have to go through it go through it to, to grow, grow through, through it. it i always that's say that. so hurt that's, right and that's it's yeah. so corny it's so cliche mm-hmm. but it's no, so it's true. true i like stop saying that i'm going through something i'll be like i'm growing through something there because i'm already because i'm already like claiming mm-hmm. that i'm growing already mm-hmm. i'm already claiming that i'm in the next step of something see i told you into the mic um <laughs> that i'm in the next step of something and that i'm gonna get there because yeah nobody want to be stuck <laughs> nah, not at all so therapy i'm thinking about it yeah i'm thinking about it but um psychedelics that's my therapy for the moment. <laughs> Interesting. What is something that, sorry, I'm cutting off. What is something that you have found out about yourself, realized through your psychedelic I'm experiences? I'm right now. That, yes, please. Go. <laughs> so, some people do psychedelics to party, mm-hmm. to be out in, a, um, in groups or whatever the case. I do it in a room with the lights off in silence. My phone is silenced. Wow. Um, and it's a six-hour experience. For example, specifically mushrooms. If you do a whole eighth of mushrooms, 3.5 milligrams, mm-hmm. it's an experience. It's a six-hour experience. And you, you're you faced with what you need to go through, mm-hmm. what you need to grow through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that that's, that's what it does. It, it silences all the bullshit that doesn't matter and... Because we know what matters and what doesn't matter. We know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. But the conscious mind makes the decisions. The subconscious mind knows, motherfucker, don't do that. Mm-hmm. The conscious mind is like, I'm enjoying this right now. I, I deserve this. It's mm-hmm. the weekend. It's Friday. It's my day off. I just got off work. Blah, 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 blah. Mushrooms make you realize, okay, all that bullshit that you think you give a fuck about, that's all silence for these six hours. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on what really matters. So it's really, really therapy. Mm-hmm. You have to go through it. It doesn't allow you to, to not think about it. Right. Oh, I don't want to think about that right now. I'm with the, it, it, there's no way in hell. It puts it right in your face for six hours, 
and you're going to work through that shit. So how did you get to that point? Like, have you practiced meditation before? Hell yeah. Have you? Yeah, I, I can Breath tell. Work, I can tell. Yeah. Psychedelics. The only way you get to a six yeah. hour fucking yeah because I'm thing is yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only nah, way you, you get to six hours oh that's deep is, you find your money yeah actually. yeah yeah no but yeah. that takes a certain type of discipline always oh, real discipline to sit no yeah to sit with your feelings to sit with the trip and to really grasp what's going on in your everything head. every detail everything that like, fuck you. out of here I'm scared no I I'm the first to admit I'm scared of what's gonna come out. I'm scared. Why you been through a lot of trauma? I don't think I have, but I, so there's I feel nothing like to be scared of. But you see, that's the thing. There's things that have come up in therapy, I guess, whereas like I didn't really know that that affected me that much. Mm. But I'm conscious enough to not make a big deal out of it. So the unknown. So is now if I'm on shrooms that... and something comes up and I don't know how I'm, if I'm going to lose my shit, if I'm going to realize something, I'm just scared. I'm scared. I can admit that. Yeah. Of course, of course. Majority of people they don't even think about. But it. I'm open to it. I really do feel like that'll lead exactly. me to like the I, next I can't level. It sounds real empty every time you put it <laughs> down. Huh? No, yeah, you can give me another one. That's, that's good. Oh, that. <laughs> that was hollow. <laughs> I'm done. He is, yeah. Uh, I'm done. Oh, he got us. He got it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. They want to spit some. You don't want a beer? Yet? You sure? You I got sure? some. You yeah. scuffed down two beers like a, a long beer. time ago. Yeah. <laughs> You're so whack. Listen, like, okay. that's, that's the real producer right there, man. Just making sure everything's okay. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. Oh man. So back to the shrooms. I've done them by myself, and I've done them in party mode. By myself, I've done them probably twice, and of course, I didn't get to that point. The first time I did it by myself, I was bugging out. I was definitely bugging out. I had like all the, you know, like the definitely like the cartoon version of it that everything was just coming at me. I was outside and all the colors and all the elements was just, oh, my God. When the wind blowed, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then the second time I definitely sat with my feelings with it. Um, but I, I was nowhere near prepared. I think now, like now, because you just intrigued me. This is very intriguing. I'm six like, hours. maybe no, nah, I don't know about six hours, but but that's intriguing <laughs> though, because I feel like the second time I was by myself, I was just doing like in the house, like just by myself. I was like, I love shrooms, like whatever. But I was like, I ended up sitting down, and I'm like, oh my god, like maybe I need to handle these feelings I'm having. Like 100%. so, no, yeah, yeah. So because I was because I um I feel like I meditate a lot, like in the shower for sure. And also, like, when I'm cleaning or organizing something, like, my head just goes and I, my body's just moving. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, like, my, like, kind of meditation. I do sit and meditate, but I feel like my deep meditation happens when I'm moving, um, which is a form of it. So, I'm intrigued. You intrigued me. Yeah, you're, like, in um, autopilot mode when you're doing yeah. dishes yeah. or whatever. I'm kind of, like, in a trance type. Dishes for me, I hate dishes. <laughs> but when, when i do it i let them pile up and i go in yes and it's like yes. nothing else is going on i've always Especially been like you're not on your phone yeah. yeah i've always been like a functional under the influence person like same, same. functional mm -hmm. definitely i may not remember but i was functioning very <laughs> right. well yeah, like yeah, yeah. uh functioning very well so yeah i, I do mushrooms and, and go food shopping yeah it's nothing it's nothing to me now because i've done it so many times mm. but when I'm by myself, when the lights are off, it's 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 work. It's straight work. Wow. Straight, straight therapy work. Do you 100%. write when you... Oh, hell yeah. Well, oh. you know what's funny? 
when I first started doing mushrooms, I was doing it to be creative mm-hmm. because a lot of creative people preach mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So I, I make music. I, I, I do uh, photography, filmography. I write scripts. I do a lot. Of, I, I have two published books. I do a lot oh, of shit. Amazing. Too much shit. I don't even have time to do all the shit I do. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to do mushrooms. I'm going I'm to crack down. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write this song. I'm going to do this. I'm going I'm to work on this chapter, all this stuff. And nothing ever, ever came out. Mm. And I'm thinking I'm doing it right. And I realized that's not how it works for me. That's not how I do it. I, I like to just do mushrooms by itself. Right. And then whatever I learned from that experience, then I could put into my art. Right. Okay. Then I could put into my life. Mm-hmm. Then, then, it, then I know what I need to do. With, mm-hmm. It really just sets everything up for you. Yeah. This is not as important as you think it is. Stop even thinking about that or stop worrying about that every day. That only happens once a month. That only happens on the weekends. That, that, stop worrying about that every day. That's not a big deal. Usually money is, is a big problem for people. Mm-hmm. That, that's one big wipeout for mushrooms. It's going to let you know money ain't shit. Money means nothing. It's going to come again because you keep getting paid. Stop stressing mm-hmm. the shit. Money mm-hmm. means nothing. Mm-hmm. Your bills are paid. You have a job. You have income. Stop stressing the bullshit. Stop living a be- above your means. Mm-hmm. So little I shit know. like that, mushrooms just, just wipes out of your brain. Yeah. You work mm-hmm. on the real shit. What yeah. really bothers you? What's holding you back? What are your goals? Everything. It makes, it makes life simpler because it breaks down the shit that matters in a priority list pretty much yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what i got out of that shit yeah that's amazing it's, it's beautiful nah it's, beautiful. it's amazing it's i amazing. used to really blast the beat trying to write a verse and like it, it didn't work yeah. while i was on mushrooms it, it's just not the way it works it's not like a tool to be creative yeah i'm a creative person mushrooms is just therapy for me to work through shit then i could get back to my creativity but mm-hmm. put them together is, is i understand it though for some people because like if you see people that, that do psychedelics and paint, their paintings are what they see. Yeah. Because if you close your eyes and you're in a, a deep trip, you'll definitely have you see seen shit. you oh, seen all that absolutely. shit? Absolutely. Yeah, that supposedly that's absolutely. tapping into the into the spiritual world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Supposedly that's what it is. Mm-hmm. We don't know for sure. Yeah. Because there's no there's no validation to it. Absolutely. Yeah. But it, it's a lot of people have the same experience, a similar experience. Like you know, you guys know about DMT and all that stuff. I've heard of DMT. DMT's no, but a, I don't. DMT is a chemical that lives inside of us, and it only activates when we die to soothe our death. Mm. And it's it's a it's a, there's a, a psychedelic that triggers it that we could experience that now, mm. and we can tap into the spiritual world. Mm. It's it's the deeper. It's it's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It's really That's fucking crazy. Out. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Right, let's go off therapy. I'm feeling crazy. <laughs> nah, you good. You good. That was, good that was amazing. It's good shit, man. Yeah. So, so like when I when I think of a therapist, like I I know they're there to help, but I feel like that's what they're there to do. They're there to point out the things you don't know. That's yeah. the trauma. Mm-hmm. So psychedelics, I know helps me, but it's not the answer. I feel like that's the answer to everything, but I know it's not. Yeah. I know a human could also f- figure out like, oh, maybe you're doing too much psychedelics because you're masking this. You know. Right. Who knows what the fuck the real yeah. deal is? Who knows? A friend recently, actually, it was it was a few episodes ago. My guest told me, asked me, "Do you think vitamin C really works?" Mm. My whole life, I've been taking vitamin C, preaching it. Doctors preach it. My mm-hmm. mom been preaching it. Then I started thinking, what if it doesn't really fucking work? What if it? <laughs> what if it is like a placebo, right? It I, I preach be. by it, but what if it's fucking fake? It could be. It's like, oh, vitamin C helps you not get sick. You know how much I vitamin C I'll take, and I'll still end up with the worst fucking flu. And it's like, oh, what the fuck? I'm a firm believer like you know know, I'm a nurse I'm a firm believer that you can give all the drugs you want to save this person's life 
And this is a known, I mean, it's not documented, but I have seen it firsthand. If that person does not want to live, they will go. They will go like and and I mean, when they're like very sick, right? When they're very sick, not like just, you know, I want to die like but I've seen it. I've seen it and I've seen it happen that before the patient goes comatose, they ask for somebody specific and they will not go until that person enters the room after the person enters the room and leaves all of a sudden blood pressure gone wow and they, they heard they heard the voice or whatever mm, and then so yeah it's happened that we have people that are like waiting for the sister or the cousin or whatever that they asked for before they you know went under like oh call please call them. i need to see them like you know and then they come into the room they comatose already they're not speaking but the person speaks they leave and the patient does it's happened countless times oh my god that's amazing no well, it's I happened mean, it's, sad, it's happened but... and also they also say like surgeons also say like before you go into surgery that the patient needs to be like mentally there you cannot go into surgery thinking oh my god i'm gonna die i'm gonna die because oh something goes wrong it's like again not documented but surgeons always say it like they take time and all the surgeons i've experienced they take time to like not only like get consent and all that stuff but they take time to do that like um mental check-in like how are you feeling what's going on in your life like you know and sometimes especially when it comes to like transplants if you're not mentally there Mm -hmm. and you're like not taking care of yourself and you're just, you know, you have a history of SI, like suicidal ideations, they will not, they will not do the transplant Mm -hmm. because they're like, this patient is not in a mental, they're not mentally Mm -hmm. equipped, mentally stable to be able to take care of themselves afterwards. Mm -hmm. And it's sad, but it's true. Our brains are so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. So powerful. Suppose we could heal our bodies. Yeah, but we just don't know how to tap in. Mm-hmm. That way. Mm-hmm. But we, we can hone what, in. What percentage is it of our brains that we use? I forget, but they say it all the time. Twenty or something. Yeah, like that no, we don't. Well. Oh my god, oh my god. That's insane. Mm-hmm. There's a, stati- a statistic mm-hmm. <clears throat> that seventy percent of suicide is men. Mm. Do you have any idea why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to speak for men because God forbid a woman right, speaks for a man right. and a man speaks for a woman. Don't speak on me. <laughs> but um, I mean, I could guess and you could correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not a man. But is it the you guys feel like you have to keep so much in to maintain like that masculine like persona? That's definitely part of it. Okay. I, I don't know what else. No, I'm asking you guys be. opinions. No, I really think that's what it is. I feel like men, they have to mask so much because... They're going to be looked at a certain way and they have to be perceived, you know, masculine and, and strong and um, independent. Mm-hmm. I can't ask for help. If I ask for help, I'm weak and I need to provide. Like, there's a lot of pressure on men to perform a certain way or to be a certain way. And women, we have the safe space to express ourselves mm-hmm. however we want. If a woman's emotional or and it's a, like we own it, not. we're like, whatever, I'm a bitch, I'm emotional, I don't care. Like, this is mm-hmm. how I feel, and you have I'm to a accept woman. it. Yeah, yeah, I go through a lot. Men don't have that, yeah, um, absolutely, that outlet. So, I definitely feel like they keep it to themselves. And mm-hmm. then, I feel like this whole wave of mental health and awareness of it, um, I hope. I've seen that it's like very like male. It's not male driven, but I feel like there is a focus. Yes. On male. People are becoming more, yeah. you know, um, just trying to bring awareness to yeah. male mental health. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people advertise that now. Um, yeah. Cause it's just, 
where like we constantly like you know we could talk to you fine about you know but for you to like talk to us about your emotions is like you know it's always known as like you know feminine like you know every time well, yeah like stop being a bitch like why he crying for like get over it and it's also comes from us too yeah. because sometimes and natalie will piggyback off of that if a man is too emotional then automatically you're like oh no, it's a no, turn no. off yeah it's sometimes a it's a turn off sometimes it's like oh he don't got his shit together yeah sometimes he's damaged goods he's like unhinged. you know yeah I he's unhinged <laughs> and that that whole mentality that whole generalization of men like that needs to go like he could be crying because he needs to right and he knows he needs to cry let him cry it out and then he'll be good tomorrow Let's but if you want to be protected and feel like your man yeah. is like got you right and he's breaking down it, it, you don't feel that anymore. right you right right me personally, like I've gone out with like an emotional like man that didn't care to cry. And I've gone out with like the man that don't cry like that. Which one do you respect more? The one right? that don't cry like that. It's crazy. Yeah. That's and why also the ones that we kill themselves. Yeah. Because I leave them. <laughs> I mean, that's not funny. Don't laugh. It's not, it's not. None of y'all should be laughing at this. Stop, stop, stop. Yo, I used to be a correction oh. officer for eight and a half years. No way. Oh, uh, much like police, COs have a high suicide rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They do. And I only did it for I did it for eight and a half years. Yeah. The entire eight and a half years, the only suicide that I knew. You know, like it was like a fellow hand, officer. It was a male <gasps> officer. Oh my god! Because of his 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 wife. Oh wow! Either she cheated or she was leaving him. Usually wow. those were the oh both, both of the same shit. Pretty oh much, your, your marriage is over. So the wife takes everything. <clears throat> now you're thinking, fuck, I'm not gonna be able to see my kids as often as I used to, which was every day. My house is gone. My wife is gone. I'm broke. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to probably live in a in a, in a room. Yeah. And if you identify like so much as a male figure like if you identify and it's so much of your essence to provide mm -hmm. now you don't have anything to provide for right. beside yourself right. so like what you've completely lost yourself mm -hmm. what's the next woman gonna want broke guys just paying right. his ex-wife right. jesus christ <laughs> oh that's so true i don't even think about that yeah it's uh, tough yeah everything your whole life is is, is ruined mm -hmm. not ruined because of course there's more it's fixable yeah. time heals yeah. all yeah. but for the moment you're but fucked. the mentality of that person especially your kids is, yeah especially oh, your kids the bathroom really okay we can pause go please bows <laughs> <laughs> the beers went right. we know it was coming come on Camel toe in the building. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> it's over. Bad. It's over. Damn, bro. All right. Let's, um, let's finish toe. strong. Jesus. What do you got for us? Jesus. What are your overall life goals? Oh. Tony, can you go first? Of course. Duh. Thank you. Oh, man. All right. I have kids, so they're going to sound very general, but... I just want my kids to be good. Like I definitely need to form I'm in the I'm in the process of forming like generational wealth. I definitely want them to be able to not have limitations and be able to invest in things that they truly believe in, um, that they have passions for and not be like, Oh, but how am I gonna invest in that? Like how am I gonna do that, you know? Um that's one of them. <laughs> but uh, uh, something that's like closer, I definitely want to have like, you know, house, like, you know, um, 
and just yeah everything is around my kids right now honestly mm-hmm. i'm speaking like a mom but yeah definitely want to have the house want to have the yard better neighborhood um definitely comparing to like my bringing up and just not have the experience like i did not not that it was horrible but it could it could have been better for sure mm-hmm. so um you want to do nursing until retirement age no no definitely not um I'm still figuring out that part, um, but I have like set up a different like uh, exe- like not only life insurances but different ways of investments that like set them up for success when they like get older and stuff like cash value that's accumulating and stuff like that. Um, nursing, <sighs> nursing, I cannot do bedside nursing for the rest of my life. It is very draining on the body and the mental. Um, I would definitely do like NP and have like my own practice for sure. That's been something that's on my mind. What is an NP? Nurse practitioner. Okay. I could do that. Um, right now the traveling, traveling as a nurse, even in state or within like the tri-state area, you still get way more money as you know, than staff. Um, so that's a way to, to save and to accumulate. Yeah. My goals, my <laughs> goals. Um, so I'm a speech therapist. I would love to eventually either do speech therapy part time, remotely, or altogether just not do it anymore. Um, because I'm really trying to, like I said, I want to establish this production company. I want us to produce other podcasts. Creating content, potting is so much fun to me. <laughs> Even like hosting the pop up events have been so much fun. So much fun. Um, I just feel like a boss bitch. I enjoy it. <laughs> yes. I like coordinating things. I'm in contact with all these people. It's like I like being in charge. I like leading things. Um, that brings me joy. Um, also, I'm in the process. I actually just started yesterday. I didn't tell you. Mm. Um, I interviewed some people for a book that I'm writing. So I'm hoping to publish Yay. my book in like two years, hopefully. And the book is really about like um, everyone's experience in a toxic relationship, how they healed from it, the lessons they learned from it. I feel like it'll be super relatable. Um, so I'm excited for that. And yeah, just continuing that. In terms of personal life goals, again, we'll just see what happens. Whatever matches wherever I'm going, that'll be it for me. And that's it. Okay, sis. Yeah. No, that's it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Oh, that's great. What, life goals? Yeah. yeah. What about yours? Damn. Put us on the spot. Damn. He's about to have. He's about to have us. Right, because you. Because he is. You do a lot. I thought you was an overachiever. <clears throat> so I definitely want to make money off of the things I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So potting would be definitely be one of them. Um, even painting. I love painting, but to just keep painting and piling up canvases right. in my house, I'm like, what am I? What am it I doing? Make sense. Yeah. I wish I could somehow. Well, if you ever wanted to sell income. your art, you can be a vendor at the pop up shop. Absolutely, and you can sell your art. So wow. come, come through. Come through. See, come through. Feel it out. Um, we're gonna have at least two more. I think the last one will probably be September. But yeah, so mm-hmm. just think about it. No pressure. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. an option though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, a good way to network with people and let that, them that's, know. <clears throat> that's everything. Yeah. Networking is everything. Mm-hmm. The law of attraction. Mm. You, 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 know, you understand mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Do you believe in that? Mm-hmm. And, and, and explain it from, from your perspective, why and how you believe it. Jesus. 
<laughs> right, uh-huh. I, I asked and put you on the spot for the viewers that don't know and understand um, what this is. So the law of attraction basically says that we are energy. We are the source of energy. And so we are always vibrating at a specific frequency. So there's negative emotions that vibrate at low frequencies and there's positive emotions that are higher frequencies. So the idea is that if you are at a high frequency, meaning your emotions are pretty much controlled and checked, you feel joy, you do, you do things that bring you joy, that unleash your creativity that we've spoken about, then you attract things that are in alignment with that vibration. So if you're at a high frequency, then positive high frequency things will come to you. Success, love, peace, all of those things that make you feel at ease. Um, do I believe in it? Yes. I <laughs> and it's like, I feel like you can tell even in the people that are around you, you, I'm sure you have friends or family members who are always negative, always see the glass half empty mm-hmm. and their life for the most part is quote unquote in shambles. And it's like, you see, this is why nothing good happens to me. And it's like, but that's your, your pattern because that's your pattern of thinking. And so that's all you attract. And there are people who I'm good. I'm chilling. Everything's fine. It's going to work out. I'm not going to stress. And you can see that it's evident in their life. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with that. What do you mean it's evident in their life that it's that evident like stresses them? Bad things happen to them, but it never lasts long and they always come up. Mm. They always come out on top. There's always like a light at the end of at the end of the tunnel for them and they end up getting blessed. So it's like because they believed that that's what would happen to them and that's what they've attracted into their lives. So yeah. It's like um speaking it into existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a stupid idea. People people, the people that don't believe in it, think, oh, you're just saying it out loud. Doesn't mean it's gonna happen. Right? Yeah, no. It's it's, it's literally it. only speaking of this, only yes. thinking of this, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. what it's what it's going to become. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it is. The example, you know, the stupid example that they give is like, you know, I have a million dollars. But it's not just saying you have a million dollars. You have to put work in. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Going back to putting the work in. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a million dollars. So what would I be doing? What could I do that would make me a million dollars? Yeah. And what what would my life look like? How, if I want a million dollars, am I going to spend a couple stacks or a hundred grand on a car? You know, no, you wouldn't be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to live in the essence of a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You need to to move. A millionaire like would a be smart with their money. They yes. wouldn't be just frivolous yes. throwing it out. So to it's people. not just it's not just claiming it verbally. It's claiming it in your essence, like in your in your in your soul. Like it's how you move. Like every time you move, it's like, what would I be doing if if I was a millionaire? Mm-hmm. Not if I am a millionaire. That's how what am it I is. Moving? That's what yeah. it is. I'm right. going to be, or I am. I am. The yeah. quote yeah. for that, since we were doing quotes this Let's episode, do it. Let's get it. <laughs> it's like you know how Corny people ass. say, "I'll believe it when I see it." It's uh-huh. like no, you have to see it and then believe it. Mm-hmm. So what like you, you should just see your life, like you said, you're a millionaire, mm-hmm. and then you can believe that eventually you're going to be a millionaire because you're already living. You're seeing. How your life exactly will be mm-hmm. if you were a millionaire. Mm-hmm. The circles you'll be around, the places you'll go, the places you'll go on vacation, like all of that matters. Mm-hmm. But also, again, you have to do the work to get the million. It's exactly. not just going to fucking smack you. You're not going to be a millionaire on the corner talking to the <laughs> same guys and chilling on the same right. block. With no one expect- who's a millionaire around you. Yeah, no. You need yeah. to change your environment. Okay, I'm a millionaire. Who am I going to go out with? I'm a millionaire. Where am I going to be at? I'm a millionaire. What am I going to wear? What How kind am of I conversations talk? am I going to have? Yeah, it's in your essence. Yeah. It's in your essence, in your core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
they they also say to um write down like i am grateful for my house i'm mm. thankful for um that i just bought this car i am thankful mm-hmm. already claiming and being thankful for things before they even are you know it could be right. years down the line right. but you're like i'm thankful for this i'm thankful for that and you're claiming it already yeah that's beautiful. Speaking into existence. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for being guest. Thank you. This was Thanks awesome. for having us. We thank had so much fun. You. Yeah, we did. Good Such a therapy session. <laughs> it really was. Low key. I mean, this is why I. This is why I love yeah. the potting because it's yeah. just so mm-hmm. you know. And then you connect with people that you didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, no, this is great. Yeah, You're doing great here. This is awesome. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you for being the guest. Mm-hmm. Any last words or advice? Anything? Just uh, or, or how to how people can find you? Anything? You yeah, say? sure. So we have the Lisa <laughs> Podcast new episode every monday we have our pop-up shop on july 23rd 910 hunts point avenue in the bronx from one to seven um you can find us at the least favored on instagram tiktok youtube spotify everything everything we're on all streaming platforms (laughs) and um yeah anything else no yeah i think that's it perfect yeah thank you peace and love